What is going on, guys, and welcome back to another edition of the Locked On Panthers podcast. Bill said you're hitting you guys back up here from PantherswIre.com. Hope you guys are having a good weekend. It is Mock Draft Monday. I hope you guys are enjoying this series that we've been running here, doing the live daily mock drafts in coinciding with the daily mock draft project that I've been a part of over the last couple of months covering both the Carolina Panthers and the Cincinnati Bengals. So just like the last couple of weeks, we're going to jump on to fanspeak.com and walk you guys through another live mock draft, live seven round mock draft here for the Panthers. This time around, we are going to use Chris Trapasso's big board, his updated big board over at cbssports.com. As always, it's very interesting to see the different big boards and who, how these different analysts rank these players and where you can get some of these players and like which round. You know, certainly going to be different as always from like the last couple that we've done with Kyle Krabs and Joe Marino. So let's jump into it. While we're waiting for our first pick, uh, you know, again, hope you guys had a good weekend. Uh, NBA NBA playoffs are right around the corner with the regular season about to wrap up. Uh, Stanley Cup playoffs, if you're a hockey fan, just about set to start later this week. Uh, even if you're a wrestling fan, uh, WrestleMania just happened. Obviously, the Super Bowl of professional wrestling, as it were. So if you're into that, I hope you enjoyed that show. It certainly seemed like it was a really exciting show. So with that, we are underway here with this live mock draft. We're starting here in round one. And as always, I like to give you guys the top five picks or top five available players at each position. By the way, we're using the Fan speak team needs, which are listed as offensive tackle, wide receiver, guard, safety, cornerback, quarterback, tight end, edge, and defensive line. So top five available are Darius Geis, running back, LSU, Ogbenaya Okororonko, Oklahoma edge, Marcus Davenport, the edge out of Texas San Antonio, Deron Payne, D-line Alabama, and Orlando Brown, the offensive tackle from Alabama. Now you guys know I like going with safeties here. I like Justin Reed, but the way he's ranked on this big board, I think he could be available in round two. So we're going to hold off for a minute on Justin Reed and see if we can grab him in round two. I think we're also going to save wide receiver because looking at the board, pretty interesting how he kind of has some of his his play is lined up here. Uh, as far as the available ones, his highest ranked is actually Michael Gallup, as far as like who's available right now. Uh, 32nd overall. Calvin Ridley, the guy I know a lot of Panthers fans really want, is actually ranked 46th on Chris's board. Now granted, probably wouldn't be able to get both Ridley and Reed in this board, so it's a matter, I believe, between Ridley and probably one of the edge guys 
you know, Davenport, Josh Sweat is available. He actually has Harold Landry outside his top 50, which I find pretty interesting. But, you know, that's why I said it's always interesting how all these different big boards are available and how they set up. But I think we are going to go ahead and grab Ridley here. You know, definitely a bit lower on the boards than certainly other other players. But we're going to grab Ridley and hope that Justin Reed is there in round two. I mean, there are a couple of backup plans here if Reed is not there. But that's going to be the plan right now. We're going to draft Ridley. And we're going to see if Reed is available in round two. If not, then we'll kind of have to take a little detour, as it were. And kind of a kind of adjust on the fly here. So, round one in the books. We are moving on now to round two. So we've got our playmaker, wide receiver for Cam Newton and Calvin and Calvin Ridley, so helping out the offense there. So now we're coming up to round two, and Justin Reed did just go off the board. Now, luckily, like I said, there are some backup plans. Uh, Deshaun Elliott is still on the board. Ronnie Harrison is actually pretty lower than a lot of other boards. Uh, Kaiser White is on the board. Jordan Whitehead, Jesse Bates, so I think... So there's a couple guys there that we can probably get in round three. So I think we're going to go ahead and looking at some of the, the other options. Um, a lot of the top guards are off the board. So I think we're going to wait on that. So I think in this case, we're going to actually go ahead and go to the edge position and grab another guy for the rotation. And we're going to go with Duke edge of four the defensive end out of wake forest to come in and add some depth add an extra pass rusher you know guys like brian cox and wes horton certainly kind of helped out a little bit last season you know so you can kind of add to them you don't know what the development of deshaun hall right now is after missing his rookie season due to injury. But I mean, you can always, you can never have enough pass rushers. And of course, Julius Peppers is aging. Mario Addison is up there a little bit. So, I mean, granted, they were two, probably the two best edge players for the Panthers. But, you know, like I said, you can never have enough and you want to try to get younger. So round three on the, on the board. And by the way, I forgot to give the top five for round two. My apologies. So real quick, top five available right now are Kerry and Johnson. Lorenzo Carter, Sky Moore, Derek Nadi, and Chenna Duoso. But I think we're going to go ahead and take one of the backup plans here at safety. And we're going to go with a guy that uh, just recently was reported that the Panthers are going to meet with. Uh, and he looks, you know, he, he looks like a solid fallback option if the Panthers don't go after Justin Reed early. So we're going to go ahead and take Edge of Fours teammate at Wake Forest in safety Jesse Bates so we're shoring up the the secondary a little bit we're right back on the board here 
and I think we're also going to go ahead and add some depth and add a little help, more help in the secondary going to cornerback, another guy that the Panthers kind of have been tied to a little bit and I think would be a nice fit to help improve the secondary. We're actually going to go to Justin Reed's school. We're going to go to Stanford, and we're going to grab Quentin Meeks, the cornerback. So, so far, we've got Calvin Ridley, Duke Ejiofor, Jesse Bates, and Quentin Meeks. So we're certainly retooling the defense, adding some pass rush, adding some help in the secondary. And, of course, we've got our playmaker on offense. We've got the guy we need opposite Devin Funches. So with that, while we're waiting for our next pick in round five, we're going to take a quick break, come right back, and get ready for the second half here of this live Mock Draft Monday. You're listening to the Locked On Panthers podcast with me, Bill Rossetti. We'll be right back. And we are back here on the Locked On Panthers podcast. Bill Rossetti of Panthers Wire. Back with you here as we're getting set for the second half of this live mock draft here. We are on the clock here in round number five. Again, the recap so far, draft. We've got Calvin Ridley, the wide receiver out of Alabama. Duke Edgefor, the Wake Forest defensive end. Jesse Bates, the safety from Wake Forest. And Quinton Meeks, cornerback out of Stanford. So we've... Pretty much taking care of the main needs, really, on the defense. I think we're going to go ahead and grab one more guy on the interior, because we'll probably use one more body at offensive guard. And there's a, a guy on here that I'm pretty intrigued with in the middle rounds that I think can come in and help add some competition and you know add a little bit of depth this year. And then, as we've talked about, next year when Ryan Khalil retires and opens up another hole on the inside. So we're going to go with Sam Jones, the offensive guard out of Arizona State. And real quick before I do, um, the top five that were available overall were Jordan Lasley, Matthew Thomas, Brian Allen, Deidre Sanat, and Shaquem Griffin. And just... You know, note on Griffin, really glad that Shaquem Griffin got an invite to the NFL draft. I mean, obviously, we, we know the story as far as, like, you know, the missing hand. But even just the fact that this guy went from not getting an, inv an original invite or an initial invite to the scouting combine to eventually getting a, a, an invite to the combine and, of course being one of the best athletes at the Combine, posting one of the fastest 40s, to now getting a getting an invite to the NFL Draft. Now, on the flip side, he's probably going to be in the green room quite a while, because typically green room invites are players that are probably going to go pretty high in the draft. And as much as it's tough to say, Shaquem Griffin won't be a first-round pick, probably won't be a second-round pick, might not even be a third-round pick. Uh, 
you know, he will probably be there. He'll probably still be on the board in day three. But nonetheless, uh, really cool to see that he got an invite, and certainly he'll be a guy that I'm going to be rooting for no matter where he goes. Round six, back on the board here. Top five available are Godwin, Iguabuki. I'm not sure if I'm saying that right, but he's the safety out of Northwestern. Ola Adeni, the defensive end out of Toledo. Dimitri Flowers, the Oklahoma fullback. Dane Crookshank, Arizona cornerback. And Steve Ishmael, Syracuse wide receiver. Top five available. And again, at this point, I think we've kind of hit a lot of the top needs here. So at this point, we're going to kind of go for depth or maybe look ahead a little bit. And I'm looking at the tight end group because this is a position we'll probably have to address at some point with Greg Olson being in a contract year, as we've talked about many times. But a bunch of these guys look like they could probably be on the board in round seven, where we'll have two picks. Uh, the other positions we could probably look at are quarterback to eventually get a backup for Cam Newton. But again, a lot of these guys are could be available in round seven. Uh, uh, <clears throat> excuse me, guys like Luke Falk are still available, Chase Litton, Kurt Benkert, Tanner Lee. So there's a few late round developmental guys still available. And then D-line is another position, like I said, that we can that we could possibly look at. You know, linebacker is a possibility with Tom Davis now looking like he's suspended. And oh, by the way, I mean, I guess I should also you know, to totally slip my mind, you know, focusing on mock draft Monday. But let's let's touch on that subject real quick before we continue. So Thomas Davis comes out with a public, kind of a public statement, as it were, basically admitting that he used a performance enhancement drug. And he will be suspended for four games. Posted a video message on Twitter, and he tweeted the following, quote, This is by far one of the saddest days of my NFL career. I never thought that this would happen to me. I've worked extremely hard to do things the right way on and off the field. Panther Nation, please know that I am not a cheater, unquote. He also said, quote, I was completely caught off guard by this. I've never in any way done anything to try to intentionally cheat the game. I've taken the same supplements for the last seven or eight years and never had any issues. Been tested numerous times over the years while taking the same stuff, unquote. Obviously, and, you know, we, we really hadn't touched on the fact that linebacker could be a possibility anyway with Thomas Davis. You know, it, obviously it's not a crying need, but down the line, and you know, if you listen to our, the episode the other day with John Ledyard, we kind of talked about this too with 
Tom Davis aging, and now he has this four-game suspension. Obviously, that's a big blow. Because Thomas Davis, even at 35 years old, was still one of the catalysts of this Panthers defense. Now you're not going to have him for the first four games of the season. That being said, you know, Panthers still have some some decent guys behind the top three. But it wouldn't surprise me to see them grab a linebacker in the draft, especially now with with this news and certainly going forward. But obviously, you know, very surprising news. Tom Davis, of course, has one of the great stories in the NFL with the numerous knee injuries and returns. You know, just the fact that he's been able to play so long like this because of all those knee injuries is certainly a very, very heartwarming, very courageous story. Obviously, very, very upsetting that this happened. And certainly not just Thomas, but all of his fans were quite surprised when the news broke that this had happened. So in, in any event, so kind of getting back to the main thing here with the draft, but again, obviously the big surprising news, and you know, I apologize for kind of dr dropping it in here, but it kind of it kind of ties in, you know, as we were just talking about linebacker, you know, but again, that uh, that kind of helps add a little bit more to the chances that a, a new linebacker will be brought in, possibly via the draft or undrafted free agency. So we'll see. So in any event, getting back to where we were in the mock draft. So again, we're at round six. So again, linebacker is a position I could, I could look at right now. Uh, even running back, is still available and running back is a position that would not surprise me if the Panthers go at this point but I think we're gonna go ahead and just grab one of the the tight ends here and we'll look at one of the other positions in round seven and we're gonna go with Tyler Conklin tight end out of Central Michigan uh, good pass catching tight end could Use a year to learn from Greg Olson. You know, doesn't have to be the focal point right away. Can come in, can come in as the number two tight end, and eventually become the number one. Should the Panthers decide to move on from Greg Olson after next season? So with that, we're down to the final round, round number seven, where, of course, the Panthers, as you guys know, have two picks in this round, and we're still look, still considering a backup quarterback. Again, could be looking running back, could look defensive line, uh, maybe another offensive lineman. I think we're pretty set there. Top five on the board. 
as we enter round seven now, entering our, our pick, are Justin Jackson, Kevin Tolliver, Brian Pringle, Peter Columbi, Columbi, apologies if I'm saying that wrong, and DeQuinton Osborne, defensive line out of Oklahoma State. Uh, some intriguing names, though, that are still on the board. We talked about Luke Falk just before, how certainly a lot of folks are low on him. Mason Cole's still on the board, though, too. Uh, just inside the top 250, where a lot of people, a lot of other boards have him. Top 150, top 100. Uh, of course, the center out of Michigan. So really, really interesting there. But again, we grabbed Sam Jones to kind of help the guard position here. I think we're going to go ahead and grab Justin Jackson, though. Pretty good runner. Uh, rushed for 1,000 yards all four years at Northwestern. So just adding another weapon there on offense. And now we come to the final pick. Pringle, Osborne, Antonio Callaway, Chris Worley, and Luke Falk on the board. And I think we're going to go ahead and go with a backup quarterback, but we're not going to go with Luke Falk. We're going to go with Kurt Benkert of Virginia. I think there's... I'm a little more intrigued with Ben Kurtz. I think there's a little bit of upside. I think you can kind of work with him. He, he's, shown, he's shown some flashes. You know, if you watch the Miami game, that's really kind of your your high point. And he, he certainly showed some high points. Definitely had some low points. But the Miami game is kind of a good example of kind of the upside that Luke Falk or excuse me, that uh, Kurt Benkert brings. Luke Falk doesn't really have a whole lot of upside to me. So I'd rather bring in a guy like Benkert and try to develop him as a backup rather than Luke Falk. And remember, we're talking round seven here. You know, you're... You know, obviously not that it's not important, but obviously it's very low risk. You know, if Benkert doesn't work out, then you can just try your luck next time around. So with that, the this mock draft Monday is in the books. A recap: Calvin Ridley, wide receiver, Alabama; Duke Edgefor, defensive end, Wake Forest; Jesse Bates, safety, Wake Forest; Quinton Meeks, cornerback, Stanford; Sam Jones, offensive guard, Arizona State; Tyler Conklin, tight end, Central Michigan; Justin Jackson, running back, Northwestern. And Kurt Benkert, quarterback, Virginia. There is your haul for this third edition of Mock Draft Monday. Certainly not too many. In fact, we've only got two more Mondays now after this before the big event. So only a couple more times to try this out before there won't be any more Mock Drafts for 2018. It'll... We'll be talking about the real thing. You know, it's getting here very, very quickly. So, kind of hitting the home stretch there. So, as always, you know, thanks for sticking here, talking, talking Panthers football, and talking draft, and talking about all these draft prospects. Speaking of draft prospects, tomorrow on the show, very special episode. Uh, 
got ourselves a draft prospect interview actually here. We'll be joined on the show by Jarvion Franklin, the running back out of Western Michigan. Give him a chance to come on the pod, talk about, just talk about his story, you know, his career at Western Michigan, how he's training for the NFL draft and getting ready. Talked about, talk quickly about some of the other prospects, including Taylor Moten, the Panthers second round pick from last season. Uh, so it's a great story. I'm really looking forward to sharing it with you guys. So that's on tomorrow's episode of Locked on Panthers, talking with Jarvion Franklin, the running back out of Western Michigan. And so until tomorrow, when we see you again here on the Locked On Podcast Network and Locked On Panthers, this is Bill Rossetti saying thanks for listening to Locked On Panthers, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, where it is your team every day. But for this particular day, I am out. We appreciate you being here, and we will see you next time right here on LOP. Until then, take care, my friends.